They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Jessica. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids Show on Chai FM. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids, 4 Kids, 5 Kids. So coming up on Chai Kids today, I will be interviewing Keshvina Ir, Public Relations Officer at the SPCA. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what she does and how fun it can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a general knowledge question to challenge your mind. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this kid's show. Here are the details. If you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family, the SMS number is 34519 and it is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 0618951019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Ha Kids today. When I was the lion god's fiercest, I took most patrols on my own. So when I met this strange lion, I had no fear of being alone. He said he had wisdom and power, and the most powerful should be king. With help from me and my roar, he and I could rule everything. I found his idea intriguing, though the most powerful lion was me. But the strange lion was scheming and had a friend I didn't see. That's how I got my scar when I let the god. The lion would cure the snake's venom as long as I did what he said. But I lost control and enraged. I roared and destroyed them instead. I expected to be praised near and far for stopping that treacherous thing. But Mufasa just nicknamed me Scar. Then I knew that he shouldn't be king. That's was spoiled when I lost the roar. My second plan later succeeded. Mufasa was king no more. If it weren't for that miserable Simba, I have ruled Fried Rock to this day. But now it is time for Simba and Tyon to pay. That's why I still am Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was When I Led the God from the Lion God. 
This is Ha Kids, Four Kids, Ba Kids. My name is Jessica and I am your host for today. Before we start the interview with Keshvi Nair, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. Which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches? I repeat, which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches? A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 010-140-3020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Keshvina Air, Public Relations Officer at the SPCA with me in the studio today. So if you have any questions for her, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me here. Sure. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. You. Good, good. What does SPCA stand for? So SPCA stands for Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. And NSPCA stands for the National Council of Societies for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Okay. What is animal cruelty? I think that animal cruelty is when someone abuses an animal or mistreats an animal or does something to make that animal suffer. That is what I think animal cruelty is. I also think. Hmm. How long have you worked at the SPCA? Well, I volunteered at the SPCA since I was in high school, so since I was a teenager. And then in 2018, I formally joined the SPCA as a cadet inspector. Um, and that is where I was trained to do um, inspections at the SPCA. And then in 2020, I moved to the National Council of SPCAs to be their public relations officer. So technically speaking, I've been with the SPCA since I was in high school. But in terms of employment, I've been with the SPCA since 2018. Okay. Um, do you love animals? I do very, very much, which is why I work at the SVCA. Do you love animals? Yeah, <laughs> love them. Um, what animals do you have? Well, I have three dogs at home, Linguini, Hazel, and Bambi, and I adopted all three of them from the SVCA. Do you have any animals? Yeah, I have two dogs. And what are their names? Um, Bentley and Elfie. Oh. How many different kinds of animals are living at the SPCA? Well, we have 77 SBCAs across the country, so there are a lot of different animals at the societies. It depends which society you are at, but most commonly it's dogs and cats. Um, but the SBCA, if you come to the SBCA and ask for help for an animal, any animal, whether it's a wild animal or a domestic animal or a farm animal, a big animal or a small animal, if you come to the SBCA asking for help, the SPCA will help you. So we don't only deal with dogs and cats. We deal with all animals. How many animals are there altogether? I don't know. Uh, the SPCA takes in thousands of animals every single year. I must remember there's 77 of, of these societies across the country. And each day, hundreds of animals come in and out of those doors. So a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah. Um, do you take in any type of animal if someone brings them in? Yes. So, yeah, it does, it's not only dogs and cats. If you come to the SVCA and you say, well, oh, my goodness, there's an elephant in my backyard. What do I do? The SVCA will definitely be there to assist. Does the SPCA pick up dogs that 
are in the street that don't have homes? Yes, we do. So it's it gets a little bit tricky because sometimes the SPCA is paid by the municipality to look after stray animals. And in some areas, it's not like that. But one thing that the SPCA will do, no matter what, is if you call us and you say, hi, listen, um, I'm on the road and there's a dog here and this dog is injured. He's got a broken leg or he's not walking or he's lying down and he looks very, very sick. This is the road that he's on. We will come out and we will assist that animal. So if the animal is sick or injured, we will definitely, no matter what, come out and assist. Okay. Does the SPCA help animals that aren't looked after by their owners? Yes. So how that works, Jessica, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So how it works is we depend on the public. So we depend on you and your parents. We depend on the public to, if you see an animal that's not being looked after, in this case, let's just use a dog, for example. Let's just say that you can see your neighbor is not looking after his dog. You can see that the dog doesn't have a kennel and he doesn't get food and water. And you can see that the dog is getting really sick and really skinny. We depend on you to phone us and say, hi, listen, my neighbor's abusing his dog. The dog looks very sick. He doesn't have food or water or shelter. Please, can you come and assist? We will then come out to that property and we will assist that animal. We will do a cruelty complaint investigation and we will assist that animal. And one thing that you can be sure of is we will never tell anyone that, oh, it was Jessica who phoned and told us that you're not looking after your dog. No, we always keep it a secret so that your identity is protected. Okay. Um, if a person can't afford to neuter their dogs, what can they do? So my advice would be to contact your local SPCA directly. If you go onto the NSPCA website, www.nspca.co.za, you'll see a button there that says find your local SPCA. If you contact your local SPCA and you tell them, listen, I'd really like to neuter my dog, can you assist me? Some of the SPCAs will be able to assist and others not. It just depends on the funding that we get in. The SPCA is not funded by the government, so we depend on the public for funding. So if the SPCA does have funds and they are able to assist, they will. Otherwise, they will direct you to a state veterinary clinic that might offer a sterilization at an even further reduced rate, or some state veterinary clinics do sterilization for free. And the NSPCA and some of the SPCAs around the country, every now and then, when we do have funding, we do outreaches. So if you contact your local SPCA, maybe they'll be able to tell you that, listen, in a month we're going to be doing an outreach in your area. And maybe then that's when you can get your animals sterilized for free. just depends on the funding. Okay. Why is it so important to rescue animals? I think it's important to rescue animals because they can't really speak for themselves. You know, it's humans can, can at least pick up the phone and say, listen, I'm being abused or... I don't like the way I'm being treated, or you can see. But animals can't. Animals can't pick up the phone and tell you, listen, I, I don't have food and I don't have water and I don't feel well. So I think that's why it's very important for if you see an animal that's being abused for you to speak up about it so that somebody can come and rescue that animal and help that animal. If someone wants to adopt a pet, should they come visit the SPCA? A hundred percent, yes. You should go visit your local SPCA. Do you want me to take you to the pro through the process? Yeah. So, if you're interested in adopting an animal, you should go to your local SPCA to see what animals they have in the kennels. And once you've found your new friend, you'll then go to reception and tell them, listen, I'm interested in adopting the dog in, in this kennel. So you'll give them the kennel number. And then they will give you an adoption contract. And you'll need to bring some important documents with you. 
like your proof of residence to prove that you do have a house. Um, if you are renting or you live in a complex, you have to bring your body corporate letter to say that you are allowed to keep animals on the property or that your landlord has given you permission. You'll have to bring a copy of your ID and then you fill out the adoption application, the contract. And then an SBCA inspector will come to your house. They'll phone you and make an appointment and they'll come to your house to make sure that your property is suitable for the animal that you're adopting. For example, if you're going to adopt a big dog like the, like a Great Dane, you can't really adopt a dog that that's big if you have a small wall. So the inspector will come to your house to make sure that your house fits the animal that you want to adopt. And if your, if your pre-home inspection is approved by the inspector, then your local SPCA will sterilize, microchip, deworm, um, and vaccinate your dog. And then we'll call you and you can come pick him or her up. And that's how the adoption process works. Okay. What kind of questions do you ask people that want to adopt a pet to make sure they will give the animal a good home? Well, I can't tell you all my secrets, but we do ask why. Why do you want to adopt this dog? Where will the dog be kept? Do you have any other dogs at your house? Do you think that you will chain the dog? So we, we ask questions to determine why you want the animal and how the animal will be kept mostly. Yeah. Okay. Does it cost money to adopt a pet from the SPCA? It does. But nine times out of ten, or most of the time, the the fee that you pay for adoption is inclusive of the pre home inspection, of the of the vaccination, the microchipping, the deworming and the sterilization. And if you if you were to pay for each of those things individually, it might amount to a much higher amount than what you pay when you adopt an animal. Okay. What would you say is the best way to take care of a pet? I think the best way to take care of the pets would be to accommodate the five freedoms. So do you know what the five freedoms of the animals are? Shall I tell you? You can tell. So the five freedoms of animals go like this. The first one is freedom from hunger and thirst which means that you need to make sure that your animal always has access to clean, possible drinking water um, and that you feed your animal good food to make sure that the animal is always healthy and strong. The next one is freedom from discomfort. And you do this by ensuring that the animal has shelter and has a comfortable place to live and is not living, you know, on the floor in a cage or something like that. So freedom from discomfort. The next one is freedom from pain, injury or disease. So that means that when your dog or your cat is sick, you act very quickly to make sure that that animal gets taken to a veterinarian so that they can be diagnosed and they can receive treatment and they don't suffer for a very long time. The next one is freedom to express normal behavior. And this is done by making sure that your dog has enough place to run around and play and jump and bark and do things that dogs do. And the last one is freedom from fear and distress. And that is when you make sure that you don't abuse your animals and you don't, you know, kick them or hurt them or do anything that's going to make them scared or, or, or in pain, you know. How often are they let out their cages to run around and do their business? At the SPCA? Yeah. Every day. Every day. So we don't ever leave an animal inside a kennel for a full 24 hours. We rotate them so that each animal has some time to stretch and play. And, of course, when we do get volunteers in, then they will take those animals for walks. Do the animals get get to play with each other? 
Sometimes they do. It depends if they are compatible with each other, which is another step in the adoption process. Do you remember you asked me, what are some of the questions you asked? And I said, well, sometimes we ask if you have other dogs. And that's because we want to make sure that your dogs are friends with the SPCA dogs. So if the dogs are compatible with each other, then yes, of course, we'll let them play with each other. How long does the SPCA SPCA keep an animal for? Well, that's a tricky question. Um, I don't think that there's a set time that we keep animals for. It just depends on how the animal is coping. So every single day there's a kennel manager or a manager who goes through the kennels to make sure that all of the animals are okay. And that's where we assess how the animal is doing inside the kennel. What animal, what, which, what, what animals get abandoned the most? Ah, well, coming from an SPCA, I've seen all types of animals being abandoned. Cats, dogs, even rats. I once did a case where rats were abandoned in a a field. But the most commonly abandoned animals, I would say, are dogs. I thought it was dogs. Yeah. So on that note, let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. Akuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata Ain't no person craze It means no worries For the rest of your days It's our problem free Philosophy Hakuna Matata When he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. Very nice. Thanks. He found his aroma like a certain appeal. He could clear the savannah after every meal. I'm a sensitive soul. Now I seem thick-skinned. And it hurt that my friends never stood downwind. And oh, the shame. What's it change? What a change in my name! Oh, what's in a name? And I got downhearted. Time to feel you. Every time I pumper, not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Yes, sing it, kid. It's our problem.
Hi Kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was Hakuna Matata from The Lion King. This is Hi Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. Before I carry on with my interview, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches. And I have a general knowledge question to challenge your thinking. And it is, what is the max length of a TikTok video? Call now on 010-140-3020 to see if you know the answer. And you could also get to send a shout out to your friends and school. If you have any questions for Keshvi Nair, Public Relations Officer at the SPCA, you can send an SMS to 34519 or Telegram to 061-895-1019 or call on 010-140-3020. Now let me carry on with my questions. How many animals are abandoned each day? Well, that's another difficult question. I wouldn't know the the total value because there are 77 SPCAs across the country and they all deal with um, animal, abandon, animal abandonment cases. So it would vary according to each society. Does the SPCA get calls from people telling them about animals that aren't being looked after? Yes. So that is how we our inspections are, are broken up into two different ways reactive and proactive and all of our reactive complaints are in response to people who call in and say listen i know of an animal that's being abused this is what's happening and this is the address and then we go and respond to that how many spca locations are there there are 77 spcas across the country that's a lot (laughs) there used to be a lot more is it better to adopt from the spca rather than buying one from a breeder? A hundred million percent, yes. It's always better to adopt rather than shop. There's a lot of cruelty behind the breeding industry that people don't really know. Um, When you go online, because that's mostly where people go to buy animals, you don't always see what happens um, behind the scenes. But we do, especially when we go and investigate cruelty uh, complaints. Sometimes it's breeders and you don't see the conditions that the mom and dad are being kept in and you don't see how these little babies are taken away from their parents before their age and how that contributes to making those puppies and kittens more sick. So yeah, the breeding industry does have a lot of cruelty behind it and I would definitely say that adopting is far better than shopping for an animal online, especially when there are thousands of animals not only at our SBCAs, but also at other animal welfare shelters that really, really want a home and a family. Yeah. Can animal adoptions go wrong? Sometimes they can if they're not done properly. Like, for example, when I said earlier, if you have other dogs, um, if you don't do the compatibility test between the pets and you take one of the dogs home from whichever, an SBCA or another animal welfare shelter, if the pre-home wasn't done and the dogs don't get along, 
then that might be an issue and that might go wrong. And sometimes people lie on their adoption contracts. And one thing that the SPCA does is that when you adopt an animal from the SPCA, we don't just, you know, let you take the animal and go home. We do checkups. So every now and then we'll randomly pop up and we'll do an inspection to make sure that our animal is being looked after properly and that you and the animal are doing well together. So we do check up to make sure that everything is okay. And if they have, like, another dog, do you also check up on their other dogs? Definitely, 100%. Whenever we do inspections, we don't only check on the animal that was um, complained about or if it was an adoption and we're doing a post-home inspection. We don't only look at our dog. We look at the condition of the other animals on the property. Um, And the same thing when we do facility inspections. We don't only check one animal. We check all of the animals that are there. What's the difference between fostering an animal and adopting one? So fostering is when the animal um, isn't going to stay with you forever. Um, Fostering is when you take an animal from a shelter and you look after it. It's probably because the animal is really sick um, and needs a lot of medication and needs you to just babysit it for, for a while. Or if the animal is still very small, like a puppy, for example, and can't be left alone, then you would foster the animal until the animal is healthy and until you found a home for it. And adoption is when you are going to keep the animal with you forever and ever. Okay. Does the SPCA have too many animals? I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. I think it's because of the amount of animals that are brought in every day, the amount of animal cruelty that we see. So I I would definitely say that the the, the SPCA is dealing with an influx of animals. It's it's nothing new. It's something that's been this way for a very, very long time. And hopefully if we work together, we can reduce the amount of animals that get left at the doorstep of SPCAs around the country. Mm. How much does it cost a month to keep the SBA going and to take care for these animals? Well, it would depend on which society, um, because like I said, <laughs> there's 77 SPCAs across the country. Some SPCAs are much bigger than other SPCAs, um, and so the costs for keeping the SPCA open would vary according to each society, and it's the same with the NSPCA. Our costs are different to those of our member societies across the country. Okay. Um, where do you get money from in order to feed and look after these animals so contrary to popular belief the nspca and our spcas are not government funded so we don't get any money from the government all of the money that we get in comes from people who support us people like jessica (laughs) who love and care about animals who see the spca and appreciate the work that we do and want to help animals um, and they donate to their local SPCA um, or the NSPCA. And that is where we get our funding from. It's, it's, it's mainly from our supporters through donations. Okay. How many kilograms of food do the animals eat in a day? I don't know. It depends on which society you are at. Like I said, some of the SPCAs are bigger um than others and they have a lot more animals and some SPCAs are smaller and have a lot less animals so the amount that's fed to all of the animals changes according to which SPCA you are at. Do you have a permanent vet there to take care for the animals? 
Most of our SBCs do have veterinarians that are employed um, full-time and they have their clinic hours. But some of the SBCs that are smaller don't don't always have a veterinarian. And the NSBCA, the NSBCA has, has a full-time vet, Dr. Bryce Marock, and he assists with some of our inspections and with all of the cases that we take to court for animal cruelty. What is the biggest problem you face at the SPCA? Well... I would say that our biggest issue is is obviously dealing with animal cruelty, which is why we were formed in the first place, is to prevent animal cruelty and protect them. So I think our biggest issue is the amount of cruelty that we have to deal with every day. And then I think the second biggest issue for our SPCAs and the NSPCA is that, you know, we we don't really get funds from the government. So sometimes it's very difficult to raise to raise funds to keep our SPCAs open. Earlier on, I said that there were 77 SVCs, and you said, wow, Kesh, that's a lot of SVCs. But once upon a time, there were over 100 SVCs in the country, but some of them had to close down because they didn't have enough money to stay operational. So I would say that that's one of our biggest issues is ensuring that we have enough money to keep the SVCA open and continue protecting animals. Okay. What are the items you need the most? This varies according to, to each SPCA. Some SPCAs have more puppies and they need more puppy food than, than, you know, adult dog food. Some SPCAs have more cats and they might need more cat food. Some SPCAs might need blankets. Some SPCAs might need stationery. So it depends on which SPCA you're asking. And I would advise that you contact your, for those who are listening, to contact your local SPCA and ask them what are they short of. And with the NSPCA, I think one of the things that we need the most right now is funding for, for petrol because the NSPCA travels across the country. Do you know what the difference is between the NSPCA and, the, and our SPCAs? Do you want me to tell you quickly? Yeah. So the NSPCA, in your school, Jessica, do you have, do you have leaders or class captains or you don't have anything like that? So how it works is we, the NSPCA just makes sure that all of our member SPCAs across the country are following all of the rules in the movement. And then what we do is we, apart from the SPCAs, SPCAs work in their normal areas and the NSPCA works across the entire country. So we travel all over the country to protect animals, especially in areas where there are no SPCAs, where there are no vets um, and where there are no other animal welfare organizations. That is where the NSPCA goes. So that's the difference between the NSPCA and our local SPCAs. We travel all over the country. How can people in our communities help the SPCA? I would say that the best thing to do would be to phone your local SPCA um, or the SPCA in your community and ask them what it is is that they need the most um, because it would change every month. And for the NSPCA, I think the best way to help would be to assist us with our funding for for petrol because we travel all across the country to try and help animals in need. How can people volunteer to help out at the SPCA? You would have to phone your local SPCA and ask them what their volunteer procedure is and when they have um, availability and then they would be able to guide you on a date and a time and you'd be able to tell them what you want to do or they'd be able to tell you what they need you to do. Can people donate their old animal blankets, beds, 
and bowls. Oh yes, I'm sure that many of our local SVCs would be very grateful for any donations um, of blankets and food bowls and kennels um, that you may not, no longer be using. So after the song, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 10 My daughter, the elephant, was only three, but she could eat a whole baobab tree. She'd eat and eat until she felt ill, and then she'd eat. Even more still, she got bigger and bigger and bigger each day Until her friends all started to say Maputa, Maputa, you're getting so fat Maputa, Maputa, we need to chat How is it that you're getting so fat? It's Papa now, who know now, wait a She saw all night because everyone teased They didn't understand cried out. Hey, what's for breakfast? She stopped and chopped to feed her habit. She loved food so much, she just had to have it. Maputa, Maputa, you're getting so fat. Maputa, Maputa, we need to chat. How is it that you're getting so fat? It's Papa now, Uno now, Wango She knocked over trees and chewed on the bark. She ate and Until it got dark As she got bigger Her friends all would say Why does my futa eat the whole day? Some days that my futa They'll all understand That elephants, not lions Are kings of this land By kids, for kids, by kids. They are the high kids. Your host today is Jessica. That song was Mafuta from Beautiful Creatures. This is high kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. We have two questions. Hi Jessica, why doesn't the government give you money from Kelsey? I'm not really sure. We do apply um, for lots of funding sometimes, and we do get lots of funding in. Um, but I think it's also because of the fact that the the SVCA movement is is private. We're we're an NPO, so we yeah none of the none of the money that we get in goes anywhere else but back into the SVCA movement. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. So, Kelsey has another question. How does the SPCA help teach children about protecting animals? So, some SPCAs go out and teach at school, so they will have presentations at school, um, and sometimes SPCAs can accommodate classes. So, if the SPCA, con- uh, 
if the school, sorry, contacts the SVCA um, and says, listen, we have a class. Um, would you mind if we came through? Um, some SVCAs will allow um, some of the classes to come through. And then that's where we would teach you and tell you about animals and why you should respect, respect them um, and protect them. And at the NSPCA, we have uh, Inspector Matome, who is part of our outreach unit, uh, Donkeys and Outreach Unit. And when he travels around the country, he makes a point of stopping at some of the schools in the areas that he's in. And he also teaches those children. And the NSPCA actually has um, an activity book, which we hand out when we do stop at the schools, um, which also teaches children um, about respecting animals and being kind to them. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call me on 010-140-3020 and I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. Just a reminder that the general knowledge question is what is the max length of a TikTok video? You can send your answers to 34519 or telegram 061-895-1019. You can call now on 010-140-3020 to see if you can say the tongue twister faster than me. Vusi, please start the timer. Which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches? 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 <laughs> do we have any callers for the tongue twister? Does Cash B want to do it? I don't think I'm going to beat you, but I'll definitely try. Lucy, you want to start the clock? Which, which wrist watches are Swiss wrist, wrist watches? Which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches? Which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches? <laughs> <laughs> Well done. On that note, let's go to a song break. I messed up tonight. I lost another fight. I still messed up, but I'll just start again. I keep on was Try Everything from Zootopia. This is Ha Kids, Four Kids, Ba Kids. My name is Jessica and I am 10 years old. Lots of answers have come through for the general knowledge question. Thank you for playing. The general knowledge question was, what is the max length of a TikTok video? The answer is... <laughs> 
ten minutes. Well done. Thank you for trying. This has been Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jessica, and I am ten years old. Thank you to my guest, Keshvi Nair, Public Relations Office Officer at the SPCA, for coming on my show. My producer Sena and Vushi Vushi for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show, only on one hundred one point nine Chai FM. Goodbye, kids.